Howdy y'all, and welcome to Texas Watch for the week of Tuesday, uh, September, I don't know what days are anymore, September 8th, yeah. There you go, 9-8. <laughs> September 8th, 2020. I'm your host, Project, and joining me, as always, is the Tracer Man with the biggest brain, ZayXO. What up, man? Oh my gosh, our seasons, uh, are over. Uh, <laughs> well, we're... Uh, yeah... <laughs> But, I mean, we're here. we got Texas Watch to talk about. Um, and we've got some... The year is, is done. I mean, it's in the bag. Put it in the can. This is what we got. So, this yeah, I'm back on the got. show again. Another yeah. week of Texas Watch. Another week and another chance to just... Sad, sad face. Anyway, uh, you can catch the show on YouTube at the link in the description. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, we're still on our way to getting that 30 subscribers. We're trying to get that URL, so we'd really yeah. appreciate it. Uh, if you would rather just listen to our lovely voices, we're also on podcast services around the globe. Just search Texas Watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and podcast services around the world, including Stitcher. Stitcher, that's what it was. I was yeah. going to say Striker, <laughs> but that's a player. That's not a service. I, I could see. I was like, oh, no, I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to say striker, but I'm glad you had that correct, because I did not. And with that, let's just jump straight into it. This epi- or this last week was the first week of the Overwatch League playoffs. And mm. like we talked about in the last episode, we were pretty hopeful. You know, things seemed already written. You know, we knew what storylines were made. Teams' power levels were... No. No. Throw, throw, throw that out the window. Oh, no, I just mean in I general. Oh, okay. Like, I'm like, because our, our power level negative 9,000, right? <laughs> but continue on. Everything, continue on the shifting. everything was just shifted. You know, teams that we thought were awful ended up pulling it together. Teams that seemed to have their cohesion down couldn't figure it out. Teams that were expected to take it all the way were knocked out immediately. Like... This year's playoffs was no exception whenever it comes to Overwatch's natural. We got to make things big in the playoffs because, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty know, good at it. You know they do this shit on purpose, man. We're going to just break the meta right before <laughs> playoffs just so we can throw all the things the, se- the teams have done throughout the season yep. out the window because yep. who knows who's good with these metas, right, as we'll talk about later. First, the, first our teams, but uh, the playoffs are crazy. You know what? Let, let's go there. Uh, we'll start off with the Houston Outlaws. Uh, they were knocked out in the first round by the Boston Uprising. Yeah. I, 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 so for you podcast listeners, you guys just can't see my face. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> it's been a long season. Um, and for it to end with the culmination of us losing to the Boston Uprising, who are, they're the worst team in the league, I believe. I no, believe they're the worst no, team in the league, right? They or are was it the... Vancouver? Ooh, let me let me check the stats real quick. But I guess we know kind of regardless, um we lost to them in a three one fashion. Um words cannot really describe the feeling I, I I had while I was watching that series. We were outplayed completely by the Boston Uprising, because we decided, I guess I don't want to blame it too much on the comp, 
but we ran Farah and Tracer the entire game um, with Blase on Roadhog, and it didn't work out at all. Blase got wrecked by Fusion's Roadhog. Um, it all Boston did was play Ash Tracer and just shot our Farah to the ground. Um, we played that on all maps. We played it on Assault. We played it on Control. We played it on Escort. Uh, we played it on Hybrid. And we only won one map. Uh, to be honest, I don't remember the map because as the game was going on, I was like, what the hell are we doing? Why can we not just not play Farah? And they just wouldn't switch. And if you even give me a mid-level or average plat player four maps to shoot a Farah, on one of the maps, goddammit, I'm going to shoot the Farah and I'm going to get hitter. All right, and I'm going to hit the Mercy. Eventually, you're going to learn. And it looks like the Outlaws never shifted their strategy. And we end up losing the Boston Uprising 3-1. Let me ask you um, a question. Let me let me ask you a question real quick. Please, no painful questions. I'm already hurting. <laughs> this is more related to just the morale of the Houston Outlaws. I mean, we, we watched this game play, and it almost seemed like they gave up. You know? Like, they yeah. knew that this well, was it. And they... I mean, Boston I hasn't... Boston hasn't been a team where they've been consistent, you know? Right, right. They, they usually come outlaws... up with a strategy and then they just, they drop it. Or they, they crumble, if you will. No, but at least they're willing to switch strategies. I mean, I came into this matchup saying that we had the coaching advantage and we'd be more prepared with the shifting meta. We clearly were not. We got out co- outplayed and outcoached because our players didn't know or have a backup plan. Granted, we did have to play first. Obviously, Boston-Houston was the first game of the playoffs with the new meta. So we just had to kind of go in blind. We don't know what anyone else was running um, and what other teams had done. We were literally the first teams. And Boston didn't even run anything crazy. They ran the Roadhog. Everyone just thought it would be Roadhog, um, Tracer, and I guess you don't know who the other DPS would be. Right now it's Sombra, but we never played Sombra that entire map. So Which we clearly had no idea. Dante. That's really well, we weird. Did, we didn't know. We, we literally just didn't. I, I think it literally was kind of a coaching just time kind of thing because the metal, the meta settling into a Sombra Tracer kind of style. Or some teams prefer the Ash still or Widow because they have a better hit scan like that. Um, it, it's still shifting. But we were so locked into what we thought was the meta that it ended up costing us, I think. And I think that was a mistake by Harshaw. Um, or Dream, or both of them, if they decided that that was the case. Dream put out a tweet after they lost to Boston discussing that, guys, I know we look like we laid an egg, but he said, we swear we ran into scrims, and we lost one match in scrims out of all of them. We thought this was going to be the this is going to be the best thing for us. And he literally said that. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm disappointed, but thank you for a great season. That was his tweet. And I can respect that. He came out and owned up to the fact that he thought they had the right comp available, and they just didn't. They just got rolled. Especially if Boston did it to him. If Boston did it to him, it didn't matter. Because if Boston beats you, anyone in the league can beat you. Let's be real. So, And just to confirm, Boston were he, the worst team in the league. Yeah, so at least he owned up to it. I respect Dream for that. And I respect Harsha for that. He didn't um, uh, send out a tweet or anything, I don't think. At least I didn't catch it. But I do respect him for that. But in general, too... That, that's pretty much it for that game and the playoffs for the Outlaws. So we're done. <laughs> Put a bow over. on it. Yep. It's 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 over. Uh, to kind of roll into just an overall review of of our season. Um, 
It started off with some really high hopes, man. Um, especially when things were getting crazy. We go to Immortals. Then we actually got a an owner at the broadcasting group. Actually, I looked it up. It's like some little conglomerate. Fine, but there's an actual person who owns it. We're good financially now. We switch up the coaches. We get rid of Tyrag, Rog. Sorry, I can't even say these names. <laughs> Bear with me because I'm about to go to a lot of them here. Uh, Tyrong, um, Hunwoo, both got axed, assistant and head coach. We bring in Harsha and Dream. Um, and we're like, okay, things looking up. We've got an owner, two proven head coaches. Uh, we made some roster changes. We got rid of Arhan and Bonnie. Um, and uh, I still believe we still had Boink. I think we still have Boink. But um, we, we dropped some people, so we had cap room. We wanted to sign someone. Okay, the hype is there. The outlaws are back. You know, this is going to happen this year. It's going to happen this year. And then we proceeded to lose our first five games. Of that season. Was it only five? Not, not, I'm not, I'm not trying to make a dig. Like I feel like it was right. longer. No, we then we beat Toronto in week four. And that was at the homestand, right? Uh, yes, exactly. Uh huh. That was at the homestand. So, yeah, we did that, and we went on two game win streak. So we were zero and five, then one and five, two and five, and then two and six. They get two wins, so four and six. And then proceed to go on. I don't even want to count the teams. Uh, we just lost a lot of games. It looks like what? What seven was straight? the Outlaws' uh, end record? Uh, I believe I got six, it right here. Six and fifteen. Fifteen. Oof. Six and fifteen. So after I just ripped those those four wins, I ripped off to you were in the first five weeks. No, sorry, first ten weeks. Didn't... Overwatch League is a twenty-seven week season. Four out of our six wins came in the first ten weeks. So as a whole, we just got rolled, man. Let's just be real. I was optimistic. What do you think for happened? Like what? What? What do you? I, I know that we had a lot of situations with the outlaws where we were trying these ki- or players. They weren't working. Uh, I mean, y'all even switched out Muma for hydration, you know, and mm. that was supposed to fix it. But we're, we're, didn't y'all we're win just, a just, game with hydration in? We did. That's when, I think that's when we started our two-game winning streak. We beat Boston and we beat Toronto. Um, and then from there, we proceeded to lose a bunch. And then we beat Florida in July. But at that point, hydration was already pretty much a mainstay in the roster. Yeah. So we got our two wins and we proceeded to lose everything. I think the overall complication was we just need better players, dude. Let's just, I'm just, I'm just going to be real. I don't mean to go Stephen A. Smith on everybody, but like, let's just I mean, be real. I mean, I'm, I'm literally right there with you. We'll, we'll get we, there when we talk about Dallas. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, we, we just need, so Dante, obviously, MVP of the team, a sure standout, um, has carried a lot of the games. I do also want to give a shout out to Jexay, who I forgot to mention we did pick up at the beginning of this season, um, who compliments Rappel really well. I think they're an above-average support duo and are, excuse me, very flexible. They're able to run the Moira Lucio very well. They can run the Ana Zen. Rappel's a great Zen, and Jack Say can play the Ana. Um, they're, ver- they're not the best. They're, not, they're no Twilight Moth-level stuff, but they're an above-average support duo. So I-, I think that we have some serious problems on the tank line i think mecco is an average main tank uh after this season i'm i'm gonna say i'm not very impressed wait wait, wait. mecco is uh, the off tank did you mean yes Luma? 
I said both tanks. Oh. We need both tanks to play a lot better. Well, Michael, um, I mean, he he was the off tank for the New York XL for two years. I, I think that qualifies true. him as a good tank. But what hopefully. have you what have you done for me lately? Yeah. I hate to be cutthroat about it because this is yeah. my team. And, and that's how, I, if, if anybody, if you get to know me, I listen more to this podcast or anything else I do. The more I love a anything team, anything else the you more do, I, what else do you do? Hold on. What else do you do, Zay? You, uh, are, do. You, are, you, are you doing other shows besides Texas Watch? I do have a sports podcast. Um, if you feel free to listen to it, I don't want to plug it into this one too much, but it's called Zay and Teddy's Excellent Adventure. We talk about sports. Uh, so if you want to hear <laughs> me talk about things when it comes to just traditional sports, Feel free to check it out. It's on all major streaming platforms as a podcast. There you go. See, I, I gotta lift up my bros. <laughs> Got, gotta lift them up. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I the teams that I love the most, I criticize the most. Like I'm just, it's just in my nature. I'm kind of a little perfectionist when it comes to that. I can see the flaws because I just watch the team so much. And for ours, I think Mecco had a down year. I think that, especially when it came to the Roadhog and stuff, too, we couldn't even play him. Mecco doesn't play Roadhog. We had Blase in there on the Roadhog and Hydration and Dante as the DPS dealers. So I think he's I think he's in a similar situation to where Note was before he started expanding his hero pool. Um, he's a great D.Va, but man, if D.Va's not in the meta, we got to run like Zarya or something. Our Sigma... Diva got a lot of nerfs this year. Yeah, well, and so, she got knocked down. Yeah, he he's he's okay, and that kind of showed throughout the season. I I don't know if that our main tanks were just that bad. I mean, in his defense, Hydration, who doesn't play main tank, was our starting main tank, and Muma just I don't know what his place is in all of this. I'll get to kind of predictions for what I want to do later um, for our roster, but for now, yeah. So to be fair, Mecco didn't have a lot to work with on his tank line. But he's still got to play better, man. Like, he's just, he's, he's reminding me of being into that category of, remember when Hotba was a huge, you know, amazing diva? And now he's over in Korea, or he plays for Guangzhou, I think. And he also gets rotated out of the lineup. Hotba is not doing well either. So things change very quickly in the Overwatch League, baby. If you're not, mm -hmm. if you're not hot, you're cold. There's no lukewarm. You can't be lukewarm and win a title. So... Um, yeah. For our year, our year in review, Mecco did not stand out to me at all as a difference maker. Um, not really at all. Um, and the fact that Hydration carried on main tank shows how bad Muma was playing um, at that time. Maybe he's come back. Maybe he has a resurgence. But right now, it's just not looking like it. Um, so with, with that said, when we won this ripping losing streak of... I don't want to count. It depresses me. So we eventually won a game... <laughs> Uh, week 22 um, against Florida for our fifth win. Um, it was a great feeling. Uh, hydration played. I think the meta had just shifted. Um, I don't remember exactly what the meta was at the time, but it was something I think we could both play. Maybe it was double hit scan. I think it was Lynx or Dante. Um, and we outbattled them. Um, it was a great match, and we weren't expected to win that. So props to the guys for that. Um, and then our final wins of the season were... The Washington, well, no, we lost to the Justice, I'm sorry, in Week 25. No, our final win of the season was against the Valiant. Uh, um, no, nope, I'm looking at the Rock. No, we lost that game, actually. Sorry, I had to, because it flips back and forth. So the Valiant beat us 3-2. So 
Our last win of the regular season was against the Florida Mayhem on July 3rd. And that's when the Mayhem were at their lowest. Yep, and it it is now September 8th. (sighs) Exactly. (laughs) And there's something about Texas teams and long lost streaks, man. Yeah, so, and I don't want to be it's a negative Nancy podcast. This is just my year in review of my squad. I love you guys. You guys are the best in the world. That's why you do this and get paid to do it. Um, I am the media. This is my job. <laughs> I wish it was my job to just, <laughs> to, just, to just get paid to just talk shit, be real, uh, about this kind of stuff. But I just want to say that I'm, I'm really disappointed with the product we put out this year. Um especially with the fan base and the amount of hype coming into this year with the changes we had made. At this point, the only thing we can change is the players. That's it. We've, I think we have the coaching staff. They're doing the best they can to work with what they've got. We've got the money behind us. Um, at this point, these guys just got to go out and play. Linkser underperformed this year. He kind of came back a little bit towards the end, but he was gone for a while. Dante's solid as a rock. Know what to expect every time, every week. Um, hydration is good, but exploitable. The games we lost, they just blew him up. He dives in as Winston. I just kill him. He's he's dumb, and they just kill him, <laughs> and then that's it. Um, and our support line are doing the best they can, right? I mean, Mecco does peel for him pretty well, but you can only do so much. People are dying all over you. So, well, so you you just said you gotta make roster changes, but you just said great things about all six people on your starting six. Oh. I- good things about all of them i mean they're in overwatch league they're good at 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 certain things um but i think if you want to go to the next level and at least get 10 wins in a season uh (laughs) then we need to i think wipe the tank roster bring and bring in some young talent we've got to be one of the oldest rosters in the league are you How, how old is everyone well, I, I maybe I don't know. I don't mean by age, but as terms of Overwatch experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Look, look at all the teams in the are really in the playoffs. They got Sparkle, who's a rookie. Yaki's a rookie for the Mayhem. Um, the Shock. Um, well, they just picked up Twilight, but there's some fresh, fresh, good blood in Arms. there. That's just like uh, that. That's who, really. Who's their other DPS? Tayo. Uh, Tayo, yeah, he was in contenders. He's been in Overwatch for a while, though. He's just been in contenders for a mm, long time. Okay, but okay. he's new to the, a rookie in the league. We Who have you picked up in the league that's a rookie? Everyone on our team has been in the league at least like two years since it started. So I think yeah. it kind of be, it, it kind of became – it's hard to change a team's mentality from that losing one, just speaking from being in a locker room. Uh, at least from traditional sports level, which I'm sure it is in the esports as well, because you're in the you're, you're you're right next to the person, you're in a chair, like you can feel the emotion when someone's pissed or tilted, you know, they slam the desk, you know, Jake style. So you can feel that, and you get in this mentality of losing, and you need something to break that. You need some kind of either a meta that's perfect for you, that's where we won two straight, or we need a new player to come in and say, hey guy, I'm, I'm gonna carry, let's go. Everyone's like, oh shit, this person's good. And we, you know, you get on a roll. It's like similar to the Justice right now with Decay. He came in there like, dude, we can win. This is badass. And they go win. And I think that's what's missing from the Outlaws. So I think to get out of this mentality, we're going to need an infusion of a new player or some young talent. Um, there's some really good players down there in Contenders Korea. Watch Tier 2, please. Support Tier Thank 2. You. Watch Tier 2 Overwatch. Um, but there's some good players down there. We just, and they're cheap. So we need an injection of talent. I, I don't like this idea of us right now. We're just mediocre. 
where you can't really hit the reset button and you're not close enough to being great to keep everything the same. So you've got you've got to do something. You can't just middle it. You can middle it in the middle right here. So I see we hit the reset button. Uh, these players are great, but these are optics players. This isn't this new ownership group's players. Uh, I love all the guys, man. You know, Jexay, Repel, you know, Muma, Hydration, Dante, uh, Blase. They've had their big moments. Blase when Genji was meta actually, you know, did some actually really good off, stuff. Yeah. Let's not talk about his Doomfist on Temple of Anubis defense, point two. The guy literally killed everyone by himself. So I remember these great moments from last season and how good we were when things are perfectly right for us. But that's the thing about the best teams, man. If you want to move up to that next level, we've gotta we've gotta do something with some players that can do that can succeed in any meta. And right now we don't have that. So uh, to put a kind of you know cherry on top of this after I've ranted about my outlaws for. <laughs> I'm just letting you go, fam. Like, let's go. <laughs> uh, I once again, guys. I said all that to say. If you're still listening, uh, turn me off. If any Outlaws players are listening to this, or the coaches, or the staff, uh, if you ever hear this, just know you're still my favorite team. I still want you to succeed. I will still ante up every weekend in my green um, when you guys are on. Uh, just It was rough. It was hard to watch as a fan this season, if I'm being honest. You want the honest truth. I don't sugarcoat shit. It's not what I do. Um, it was hard to watch some of these matches. And I hope we do better next season. Dream, Harsha, I still believe in you. I don't think you guys are a problem. I thought for a while towards the end, Tyrog was a problem. But y'all know what you're doing. You've had success before. Uh, I think you still can. I think we just need to ask the ownership. Be like, yo, man, so that checkbook, we're going to need to (laughs) sign some people. (laughs) Can you uh, loan me a couple dollars uh, to to go ahead and sign some people? I think that's going to be... The thing we need, because I think the players we have right now are not going to do it. I said at the end, I gave you my kind of roster changes that I would make. Um, this may seem sound uh, kind of cruel, but uh, you fire everybody <laughs> except, <laughs> except Dante, Jexay, and Repel. Everyone Damn. else has to go. Damn. Okay. Everyone else has to go. I, I look forward to. Where's my? I would drop my mic, but it's 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 held up by this bar. But I drop it and walk away. Well, I look forward to the Outlaws' twenty twenty one season. I hope y'all can turn it around, because coming from a team from the other side of Texas, it sucks to lose on a losing streak. Yeah, Trust all me. that to I say know. too. At least all of our team liked each other all season. <laughs> I can't say the same about another team on this show, but all our guys uh, like each other all season. Hold on, let me get right. Let me get ready for the next segment. Oh, please, yeah, sip the tea. Oh, let me sip my tea. I'm enjoy this. So, we're gonna talk about a little team called the Dallas Fuel. Excuse me, a team owned by Envy. Also owned by Post Malone now, so that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, actually, that's pretty, yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. Post Malone too. We have HEB still. Anyway, <laughs> so do we. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if nothing. If nothing. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm, it's, I'm, it's okay. I'm, it's okay. National defender. Continue. I'm salty. <laughs> I mean, I kind of am too. Like, not only did the fuel have a mediocre season this year. But it wouldn't be a fuel season without a shit ton of drama. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Why can't we just have a regular esports team and then we just play the sport? <laughs> like, why is there always got to be so much extra? And, I mean, this season at the start was really hopeful. I mean, we had a solid tank line. Note and Gamsu are still great. I do think that they are still capable, and the thing that's really frustrating from being a field fan is both of them actually do their job very well. They are great tanks. Unfortunately, something in the team does not gel. And with the Decay situation, which I'll get into, it kind of... I don't want to say ruin the environment, but it was clear something was going on. I mean, you've been listening to me talk about the Fuel's bullshit all season. You remember, oh, yeah. I, I was saying earlier, like, there seems like there's something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Definitely. And turns out, yeah, hashtag project was right. Uh, <laughs> we had another Korean player that was not happy with the team. And you hmm. brought this up. I've seen this opinion echoed on Twitter. I understand it. And it's definitely a good question to ask, why does this keep happening, right? That's what I want to know. Um, I do think that in a couple of situations it has been because of that player. But you've made the point, if you bring on LeBron, you play with LeBron how he wants to play. Thank you. So <laughs> Literally. But here's, here's the counter-argument. Envy, as an esports organization, that name is known for a reason. Mm-hmm. Envy's won a lot. Envy knows how to build an esports team and win. I mean, shit, we just did it in Call of Duty. Shout out to my boys at the Dallas Empire. What up? COD League champs. Yep. Let's go. Let's go, my boys. This guy hopping <laughs> on every Dallas team. And you no, and you're no, winning. No. Bullshit. Get out of here Bullshit. I was there fucking day one. Fucking Dallas Empire. I was like, ooh. Okay, these boys got what's going on. I like the team. They were full of rookies and pros that had been there for a while. I thought that that team was competent. I knew that team yeah, was going to go this. far. And guess what? They did. So, they did. Empire I'm point out of there. I'm not. I'm nothing against the Empire. Good call. I'm sorry. I don't get, I'm not used to teams with this winning thing. Like, yeah. this winning thing kind of hard. Because bringing it back to the fuel, it's like, we've been on this struggle for three years now. And, like, year one, okay. That was early Overwatch League. No one really knew what they were doing. We had whole a whole three quarters of a season with a coach mm. that... Oh, God. We don't even need to go over the Kai Kai saga again. Uh, oh, God. Oh, I feel shit. so long ago, too, though. It really does. <laughs> it feels so long. And then we had last season and then most of this season, which is the Arrow saga. <laughs> Fucking overwatch league is just like an anime like <laughs> oh yeah, at least your team is absolutely your uh, team is an anime and it's like <laughs> there's so much drama and i i honestly think that one reason why we have that clashing right going back to that point of if you have lebron you want to work with lebron right because envy is a winning organization they're gonna coach their teams the same way i have a feeling that the coaching styles of the Fuel organization, because let's be honest, even though Arrow was the head coach, he still had to listen to the people above him. There were still other Envy staff working on the Dallas Fuel. Sure, he may get final say, but there's going to be input from other people. 
a team is a lot more than just head coach, assistant coach, and players. So you think actually, my question would be, do you think Envy being as large and powerful as an organization as they are was a detriment to Decay being there? I don't know if I want to say a detriment, but I feel like it's the only word that kind of makes sense. Um, We've seen it over and over again where we have players, uh, especially of the Korean variety. I also don't forget Closer. What happened to him? Just, Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to forget about that. Yeah. I forgot about Closer. (laughs) We, We have a tendency to have really good talent. But for some reason, not for some reason, it's because we don't want to practice like they want to practice. You know, we don't want to, if you've noticed, most of Envy's teams are Western. Yeah, for sure. Western or, or, uh, not from a Asian country, I guess. Absolutely. Because your founder, I believe, uh, Hastro is from Houston. Mm -hmm. So. Which I didn't realize until recently. I think that's actually kind of cool. Texas Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, he. Uh, that's why his name's Hastro. It's Houston, Houston Astros. Astros. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I have more respect for him. For that too, <laughs> but... All right, he's like he's from Houston, so I can't hate too much because you know I'm from there too. So. And it's funny how he moved to Dallas instead. It started all this shit. Yeah. Hey. Anyway. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, you know, like I don't even know if I really want to get into the fuels gameplay. Because, again, it was a season of mediocrity. Everybody played well, but we didn't play great. I mean, uh, going back, looking at the... Let's see. Can I pull up the schedule for each team? I, I'm i trying to, like, think. The games, or... the games that Dallas won, right? Uh-huh. We know that they were of lower-level teams, but did we ever beat, like, a top... Um, I don't think so. Um, let me see if... Which, by the uh, way... uh, Y'all just weird. Why doesn't y'all have a schedule? Every website is different. I don't know if you noticed this. Every team's website is different, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's so dumb. Like, the Outlaws, I can pull up their schedule to see all their games, but the Fuel, you can't do that. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) They just don't want you to know. (laughs) You know, it's fine. It's fine. Let's just let's just pull up the gameplay, and then I'll be sad again. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't have to pull it up anymore. Well, that's fine. OBS, do your thing. <laughs> I am also frustrated. Like, we had a promising season. Our DPS line was supposed to be unstoppable. We had the second superstar from Element Mystic who just won a title. We had the... I I don't want to call him LeBron because there are players who I feel like are in his level. But one of the upper echelon players in all of Overwatch League was on our team. We had a tank line that was perfect. Two players who have been playing together for a long time had great synergy, which is exactly what you need on your tank line. And they're veterans. Like, they know how to play an eSport. So they know how to keep calm, how to keep your team calm, you know, how to play the game. Exactly. Okay. And our support line, we had Closer, who was incredibly consistent. He wasn't the best, but he did his job, and he did his job very well. And Kremzo, 
a rookie who had been grinding his way on Team Envy for years who earned his spot on the roster. So then what the hell happened? We, we looked good, but then we didn't get any wins until early on in the season. Yeah, on paper, it seems like it should all work out. But when the games start, mm. oh boy, that's when reality sets in. <laughs> and that's the weird thing about it. I... I don't like, you know me, I don't like blaming Arrow. I don't want to just say fire the head coach, which, I mean, the community says what the community is going to say. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it? The, he did, he did get fired. He did get fired. <laughs> and I've noticed that with Envy, they will fire somebody not even when the season's done. Just like, look, you tr- you did your job. We're three quarters of the season. Sorry. Yeah, they did the same I, thing with I, that guy. I, I like those decisions, to be honest. I, I do like that they, well, you don't want to be quick trigger on your leader, obviously your head coach, but when it's just not working out, you've got to make a change, especially right. when it comes to the playoffs, because everyone gets in the playoffs, right? So who knows, the coaching change may have been what you needed, but, you know, you, you don't know. But I, I can admire the Dallas field taking that chance. Hey, I'm also happy that we did have Young as an assistant coach, and he did stay. I, I do remember as soon as we saw Young's coaching, did we actually win a game with him as head coach? I want to say we did, but I can't recall. Uh, it, may have, schedule. it may have been your first one. Let me see. Because 27 weeks is the total play, right? Oh, wait. You can just go to schedule and then pull specific team. Wow. Thanks, Overwatch League. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so let's see. We I... played... The Valiant lost. We played the Shock lost. This is the beginning of the season. Let me let me jump to the end. Okay, playoffs weekend one. Oof, I don't even want to talk about that game. Yeah, we beat <laughs> Toronto. Yeah, we beat Toronto. We beat the Gladiator. No way, they beat us. 3-0. Shit. We beat Washington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you played the wrong way, my bad. <laughs> we beat Washington and that was or not Washington. Vancouver. They're next to each other geography yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. vancouver and Washington are right mm-hmm. next to each other um so we beat vancouver we beat toronto so yay we have something against canada uh we beat the justice the week before that so it wasn't like we we're bad but we we're getting 3-0'd by the shock 3-0'd by the fusion 1-3'd by atlanta oh we beat right. boston hey we beat houston that was a fun game uh, yeah, th- yeah, yeah. O- overjoyed. <laughs> I was so excited. Uh, we beat... Oh, Paris beat us 3-1. Like, this is what I'm talking about. We got 3-0'd by the Titans? Oh, I remember that game. That yep. game was awful. Look, going through all of these is further proving my point. We can beat the lower tier teams, but the second a heavyweight comes up, nothing happens. I, I, I think that part of it is we need either a stronger team players to want it more. I understand the decay situation. We might as well start talking about that. That really put a cog in the or a crink in the machine or whatever. I don't I can't think yeah. of all the sayings. You can call it a wrench, a cog, a Yeah, a wrench co- in a, the a car, I don't even a know. truck. <laughs> it, it, it was a lot of different things that was in the machine uh, <laughs> that kind of derailed things. And I look forward to the next couple of weeks. I actually, I don't know if you noticed this. You know, uh, Dallas Morning News. Yes. They they actually know. cover the fuel, like oh, real wow. journalism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um, real journalism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, hey, we're we're real journalists, goddammit. We're <laughs> uh, Are we? Can we call ourselves journalists? I mean, we do uh, research and talk about I mean, it. I, my definition is, is if you interview, if you ever interview someone, you're a journalist. So we haven't yet. So I've interviewed. I would, have I interviewed? Ah, it's not important. Yeah. Anyway, I, we're, 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 we're determining our credentials here <laughs> on Texas Watch. So. I'm just a little tired of the position that we've kept putting ourselves in. And it's always been stuff behind the scenes. You know, it's, it's always yeah. drama. It's always something's going on with the team. I remember season one, like, all the drama we had with Effect, with Kai Kai. Uh, at least AKM was consistent. <laughs> yeah, collecting his paycheck now. But, yeah, he was consistent. Oh, yeah, he's collecting his paycheck, playing Valorant in his free time. Like, he doesn't yeah. care. He doesn't care. <laughs> right. I, I just want to know what the hell happened. I was going on the real journalism point. Just yeah. Because, so my, go ahead. Go ahead. My my question would be though. So you don't you don't know what you would change if you were the owner of right. just the Dallas. Not and not envy because I don't, you can't change the whole org. But if you ran the Dallas field and Hashiro came to you and was like, "Man, we tried. What what do you think we should do?" Okay. What, what, uh, what would you tell him? Bolster the coaching line. Obviously, we have one person in okay. charge right now. That that's not not good. We need more. I know some teams have like maybe a head and an assistant. But I definitely mm-hmm. feel like we need more to bolster everyone. You can't just shoulder the entire team's responsibility on one person. With that being said, keep Young as head coach. Okay. I, I think that give him a full season, yeah. at least at least three quarters of one. If you guys fire people in the middle, give him keep him at least three quarters of a season. <laughs> <laughs> See where he ends up. Yo, we're gonna wait until the season's almost over, and then we'll fire you. Cool. Uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's like, don't I get reviewed at the end of the season? No, nah. you get reviewed week 22. <laughs> at week 22, if we suck, you're fired. I, so there's that. Uh, player-wise, I love Gomsu and Note. I genuinely do. Um, They're a good tank line. They're solid. They're, yeah. I, although I do feel we might need some fresh blood. Uh, let's face it. Esports is a young man's game, and while all these guys are veterans, I maybe want to see someone that's been on the ladder for a minute. You know, let's try something new. What uh, have you got to lose? <laughs> like at this point for our teams, what do we have to lose? Um, I do think we should keep Crimson and Paintbrush, but young. let's get another support in there to rotate. I really don't like teams that always play the same six players. We need to be able to have flexibility for different situations. You can't have everybody be the catch-all all the time. Tanks? Yeah, sure. You can you can keep them in. But you have some of the best teams in the league rotate everyone. Look at the shock. They have so many the amazing players. The Super Reinhardt on King's Row. That's, that's all he's known for. That's now. all Never he's known plays. for, but hey... When he plays, he he chads up and he gets the wins. So the uh, fucking shock. They yeah. they literally just speed yeah. boost super around to like him do <laughs> flank shatters. They're fucking memeing on the whole league. Anyway, sorry. It's, it's okay. Just crazy it's okay. How that's, good they are. That but that's what we're looking for. That's what we need. We not only need a good starting six, but we need to be able to slot people in and out. Overwatch is a game about multiple characters, and sure you're playing the meta. But you can't force somebody to play a meta where they're not good with the character, you know? Like, 
you don't ask a diva main to play Reinhardt. Especially when it comes to that half tank playing a main tank or vice versa. Hold on, hell, our main. For a second. Oh, you don't want a off tank playing main tank or, or vice versa. Um, hell, we had hydration at, as main tank. Like, you don't want a DPS player or he's an off tank flex as your main tank. I mean, um, he, so I he feel had your pain to, on that one. I and then of course with the DPS line, keep Doha if he wants to continue playing. I kind of feel for him because I. His perspective on this whole situation is really important because he was, like, Decay's buddy. Like, they were bros. Right. So mm -hmm. I'm actually curious whoever gets to interview him to hear Doha's side of the story. With that being said, if he still wants to play on the fuel afterwards, keep him. I can respect if he wants to go somewhere else to get a different experience. That's cool. Everybody's a player in this league, and players have a right to say, I don't want to play on this team anymore. So, True. Unless, he, unless he's under contract. I don't know what his contract looks I, like. I don't either. I would have to check that. But I mean, but there's still some hope, too. I mean, Oni God, I mean, especially when he gets off, he's in Europe, right? Yeah. I think. No, that's the thing I was going to say. We need to keep Oni. I only said Doha can leave if he wants to, just because, again, he seemed to be a little bit more distressed on the situation compared to everyone else. I mean, you're Korean DPS, bro, like, bounces. You're just like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, what, what, what about me? Uh, yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, him and Gamsu were the only Koreans in our starting roster. So. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah, no, and I'd keep Oni for sure. I've said in previous episodes I have a lot of faith in him and in his ability. He played on 200 ping for the rest of the season all the way through playoffs. Imagine mm -hmm. getting him in the office. Like, he can put in some work, but still, give me a good hit scan aside from him, just in case. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah. nice to have a Carpe and a Hisu. Yeah, it's oh, just these. Can we? Oh, the riches that the Fusion and Shock have are just steep. Oh my God! They're I think that's stupid. why they have so many star players is because they've won so much that they can afford it. <laughs> so everyone wants to be the fucking Golden State Warriors. Like, oh, this is all go to the same team and just like dominate the league. Yeah. That's not fun. Yeah, uh, actually. That, but hey, that, you can't do that, but they can. So. I mean, that's why Boston's been so low for so long, you know? If you don't win, you don't get the prize money, or can't really do Wait. much more. Overwatch League doesn't have a salary cap, do they? Not that I know of. That's how you fix the problem. You put a salary cap in. So, one's gotta go. You, or you, gotta, you can't, the shock, you can't keep super uh, rascal Choi Obin. They're all too expensive. They've gotta go somewhere else. That's how you balance the league. But that's how football does it. But I can't isn't, isn't that also how fantasy works? Uh, wait, do you mean fantasy football? Well, just fantasy no. in general. Like, you're allowed a certain number of points, or in this case, a cap, that you can spend on players. So there is a type of league that does that. Um, it's, it's called an auction league, where you auction players. Like, the number one player is, like, 20 bucks. You have 100 bucks for the whole draft. And the number one best player in the league is 20 and so forth. So there's a mm. certain type of auction draft, yes. But that's not the main one people play. Okay. But good analogy. I'm surprised you knew that. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's called an auction fantasy draft where you have a limited, so it balances out for everyone. So okay. that's that. I think I think that would be the best solution to kind of balance this out. But I don't think Overwatch really wants to touch what's happening right now. They're marketing super. He's the guy. Now mm. Sinatra's left. 
to go on a huge fucking tangent. I'm so tired of it. I do not <sighs> like them pimping supers so much. It's annoying the let shit me, out of me. Let me counteract that, though. The only reason why they're doing it is because Overwatch League has been losing money from Blizzard. Like, I don't know if you've noticed. I believe that. The, not necessarily the quality, but the quantity of money that's put into this league is less than the other leagues. Um... Interesting, compared they, to the Call of Duty League? I feel like Call of Duty League was pushed a lot more than Overwatch League this year. I always saw COD League ads, but never really OWL ads. Uh, also, if you remember at the beginning of the season, we lost a lot of talent because Blizzard just didn't want to pay them. Yeah, so, and you see um, Uber put out that tweet saying that he is now open to other opportunities and people were like, what the fuck are you leaving? And he's like, I'll still be affiliated with Overwatch League, but I'll also be doing other things. If he was getting paid enough, he wouldn't have to look for other things. That, that's so... what I'm talking about. Like, the, There are other esports organizations that are actually paying their people the money that they deserve. And not saying yep. Overwatch League doesn't, but it's clearly a smaller priority to them compared to COD League. Compared to Riot with League of Legends. Or Valorant, even though Valorant's still relatively new as an esport, there are still some of the like the biggest names in esports talent are on Valorant broadcast right now. That's where Golden Boy is. Yeah. Right through Golden Boy, a shit ton of money. So here you go. Okay. Do you do you think maybe? Hold on. Where's my tinfoil? Oh, I can't find it. Um. So, imaginary tinfoil hat. So like, what if they're doing that on purpose? Right. Because Overwatch 2 is going to be, I say, more esports ready. Because remember when Overwatch came out, the fact of a spectator mode and stuff was just like, we didn't have anything like that. Replays, none of that. Call of Duty and Valorant came out the box with like replays, tournament modes, and you know, all kinds of stuff. So maybe they're just kind of keeping on the low. And maybe they really go all out with Overwatch 2. I would hope so. From what I've read, I've heard the problem with things like Overwatch, and kind of just esports in general, is getting people who are playing the game to watch the league. Yes. Because the Overwatch player base numbers have remained consistent, and it continues to make Blizzard money on the game level. People still so buy lo- fucking loot boxes. Yeah. Why? Yeah. But they, but for some reason, they can't translate that into people watching the league, which is kind of the big problem. So that's why I'm sure Overwatch itself as a game. Is gonna keep getting content. Overwatch 2 is gonna be back for as long as this one for four to five years, um, just like Overwatch is, because there's a player base. But getting people to watch the league has proven harder, I think, than they thought. Um, but at least you know they're getting paid by Google, so that's nice. I mean, yeah, right? you, they have a YouTube deal, or yeah. all of Blizzard is. So, <laughs> but so that's actually a really good question. And to piggyback on the beginning, where I think you asked, like, wait, what was the original question? Shit, I don't even know. Look, Blizzard so, clearly has yeah. <laughs> said Overwatch is now a B-tier eSport, and congratulations, we are a B-tier eSport. And I don't want to say it sucks, but it definitely sucks to see the other guys succeeding and achieving more of their goals. And Monty was right. I, I don't know if the trying to mirror the actual regular franchise leagues is a good idea. I do think that if we adopted more esports strategies like these tournaments that we've done at the end of the year, that's great. That is great. great. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we need more of that. If next year's structure was like this, 
to where we had three or four tournaments throughout the year split up by a couple of maybe smaller tournaments or, uh, hey, let's have a weekend where these teams are playing and then a weekend where these teams are playing, which, I mean, that's what we have now, but space it out a bit more. I like that, too, and maybe even up the ante, like mid-season, there's just a massive tournament where, like, the winning team gets an automatic bid somehow. Well, I don't say automatic bid because they can get a tank. But something that's like insanely good, like they get to pick any team they want to play first or something. Like, so uh, I think you, you can do that. You need to incentivize and do more tournaments. I think they're definitely at the nail on the head with that. I still like the franchise leagues because I think that resonates with people. It's a locality, right? Oh, for the like, record, awesome... I, I'm not saying we get rid of that. I oh, think okay. we need to okay. keep that. The fact that we actually have the regional shit makes it so much better. Like, I understand, like, oh, who you're cheering for? Oh, I'm G2. Oh, I'm Immortals. Yo, I'm 100 Thieves. Like, you know what? That's cool. But what makes you choose a team? Yeah, it's, it's locality, baby. Like, they're right down the street. Or they're my team. They're right. my team. Like, Versus so, I just picked this from. team because I like their colors or I like their players. To to go back, put the train back on its tracks because we, we went, like, fucking two cities over, bro. Oh, we're next date. <laughs> <laughs> I am sad as a Fuel fan. Like you, I'm going to continue to burn... Well, not like you specifically, but I'm going no, to be continuing like to be a Fuel fan. It's hard right now. Uh, I actually... Fun story. I was playing Overwatch last night in comp, and there was yeah. this guy on my team that was incredibly toxic. And, like, he was being a dick. And, like, I, I'll i admit, I was sipping a little bit, so I was getting tired, so I literally... Oh, you like, cut out. You're, I didn't hear that. All I heard was, like, I didn't hear what you did. Oh, cool. <laughs> so I was sipping shit, you know? I was having a yeah. good night, trying to enjoy some Overwatch. And yeah. he was complaining, blaming the team. And then I was just playing, and I literally just said, Dude, shut up. Like, and then muted his ass. <laughs> And, like, at first he was trying to be like, yeah, and, like, he gave, like, a your mom kind of response, which oh. I didn't say anything back, so I'm like, you know what, mute, I'm and I played the fucking game. And then I looked right. at his profile, he has a fuel icon, and he it's was wearing a fuel skin as Winston, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Your people. I know. Your people. I know, and it's like. I feel you, dude. Like, I get it. You're upset. You're angry. This season fucking sucked. And it's just like, damn. We're fighting with each other, man. <laughs> well, you may not have, if you're playing Diva, you may have had a different skin on. But you've had the burn blue on, too. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I know. Mean, I believe I know. it's frustrating. It's, I believe it's frustrating. I, I just want our team to do good, you know? Like, we're yeah. backed by, clearly, when you talk about, like, money... In the league. Oh, but yeah. Envy's got the, the fucking team. money. Yeah. For easy. real. So why are we not investing in the fuel? Why are we not like, is it because the Dallas fuel keeps their players for way too long? Is it because we signed them for three year contracts versus two years? Is it because we have so many players that play really well one season and then the new season comes around, and we have a new starting six, so those old players mm -hmm. get sent on the bench, like Trill, Unco, AKM, Closer. Maybe it's because, I don't know, because games like we mentioned before, which I considered A-tier 
you know, games, at least even for Blizzard, like Call of Duty, right? Right. Games like Valorant. So those games, a lot of times, I think it maybe comes down to a balancing thing, too, because okay, when I said being esports ready, like, so of course, those games have some, like, in Call of Duty, you can't have a broken character. You maybe have a broken gun. You can just kind of tweak that, and it tweaks everybody because the right. gun's the same. So that's, like, easy as hell to balance in Call of Duty. Whereas this um, is, the character is the stat. I get that, but, I mean, Blizzard has been on a two-week patch schedule for the past couple of months. If they keep mm-hmm. this up in Overwatch 2, why don't we push that into competitive? Now, actually, that's a question I'll answer myself. Competitive integrity. It's yeah, really important, and with us putting so many patches out, it definitely raises the question of what do we do as an eSport? And yeah. Maybe, so, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, so as an, it keeps... It's a, it's a gift and a curse, right? Because it keeps things so interesting because you don't... If anyone who's watched the game or played it long enough is like, man, this hero's going to come out now. All the things we can do and the possibilities, it's going to be great, you know, week. But it's a curse because... One, new people are just like, what the hell's going on? I have nothing. But that's the case with a lot of leagues. Like, le- if you put out a League of Legends game or a Dota match, all I know is they're trying to get to that Spire thing and destroy it hey, and in, kill in the In defense tower. of MOBAs, you can't ask someone who doesn't play the game or has never played the game to watch that. Like, Yeah, it's... I just have no idea what the characters do. I just know there's a bunch of things moving around. Someone did an ability and this guy died and the announcer's going crazy. I'm just like I cheer when everybody okay. else cheers. That's I, I right. am bad at watching MOBAs, I will be honest. Right. But I mean you gotta think people feel the same about Overwatch. I feel like it's easier to pick up. But um with all that said, I don't know why it's not seen and I guess we're kinda going over season in review, Overwatch League in general. This well, is how let, I just talking about this. Let me finish my fuel point oh, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh I wanna see us do better next season. And yes, I know every team is going to say that, but I want to actual, actually see changes that will reflect the team growing, and I do have faith that we're going to get there, because I know we're going to get there, because Envy is not the kind of team to let a team lose. So, I expect to see great things mm-hmm. from us in Season 4. Overwatch 2 season. <laughs> ooh, that's a whole other episode. That's... Oof. Oh man, do you, think we'll, do you think we'll ever get another trailer for Overwatch 2? Yes, this year at BlizzCon. Uh, we already know they're doing BlizzCon at home kind of thing. I yeah, don't know I, if it'll be free or not, but I am I anticipating say, a second Overwatch 2 trailer. Well, they probably know. Blizzard's greedy. They're going to sell a virtual ticket. But yeah. I, but someone's going to stream that shit. Can you do that? I mean, I know you can't do it. It's illegal. But someone's going to do it, so I should know where to watch it. <laughs> That's all I <laughs> need to know. Truth. Uh, Blizzard, don't come after me, please. I'm a good person. I bought the game <laughs> six times. Don't ban me. I bought it six times. Six. Fucking six. You owe me, Blizzard. You should give me a free fucking ticket, goddammit. <laughs> so, <laughs> I said it to say, if I find a stream, I'm watching it on that. <laughs> Look, we, we know we're going to get the Overwatch 2 content. I am afraid. I know I've said on the record that I think that we're going to get it in... May summer of it of next year. Yeah, that makes but sense. But thanks to COVID, we're now seeing a lot of things get pushed back. A lot of games that used to be on track are now eh, maybe not. And I have a feeling Overwatch Two is going to be one of those games. Which hey, a delayed game is eventually good, whereas a rush game is forever bad. 
Yeah, I was going to say, that's a good point. And you can never get past, or you, you can never have a second first impression. Yep. Right? If you pick up the game and play Overwatch 2, and you're like, oh my god, this is trash, my heart is broken, and then I go play, I don't know, I don't know even know what I play anymore else. I go play fucking Tetris. And then... <laughs> and then uh, hey, you play Tetris Effect, though? I have played it. It's fucking crazy. Hell it's yeah, fun. dude. I love that, that game. game is fun. <laughs> that game is fun. Uh, but if you delay and delay, we get impatient and impatient. But when it comes out and I tar- boot it up and play my first match, like, this is what Overwatch should have been I, day one. I can Then wait. you've got it. I can't wait till we get a beta, dude. Like, Oh, that's going to be insane. And, like, I, if they do it to where, hey, we're, we're going to invite seasoned Overwatch players, you know we're going to get in. Yeah, like, I, are you kidding me? I have 1,200 hours in competitive. Trust me. When I play competitive, I'll be able to tell if it works or not. I'll be like, dude, no. I'll be able to tell the first five minutes, like, this is not a good competitive. I, I want to try push. I really oh, yeah, want to try push. It sounds fun. interesting to have, like, a new game mode. Um, real quick, we are coming close to time. Do you want to keep going on this topic? Or should we save this for another episode? Uh we can save it for another episode. Um, I think that'll be, uh, to be honest, we have some great content coming up because we do, before the season finale of, or the grand finals, whatever you want to call it, of the Overwatch League, it's a three-week break. So maybe, you know, we can see, you may see some content from us. I hear some content from us. Maybe talk about Overwatch 2, some Blizzard stuff, general things we think about the meta at the time, and we can see. Yeah. Uh, and with that being said, this has been Texas Watch, your source for Overwatch League news and discussion about the Dallas Fuel and the Houston Outlaws. I forgot that in the beginning, so I'm saying it now. You can catch the show <laughs> on YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, please, well, first, thank you. Anybody who watches to the end of a podcast, seriously, like, you rock. That's pretty good. <laughs> thank you. Uh, give us a subscribe if you like what you heard today. Uh, hit that little like button, ring that notification bell so you know when everything goes live. And if you're listening to us on podcast services, also, hey, thanks for making it to the end. I hope you enjoyed your drive. Maybe you're listening to us at work. I know that's when I listen to podcasts. So Same, same hey. here, dude. <laughs> Actually, well, I don't go to the gym much anymore. But I started doing that when I went to the gym, listening to podcasts. I don't, it doesn't give me hype, but, like, I it's, don't know. Dude, I it's listen. great when you're doing it's cardio. Weird. It's so yeah, great when yeah. you're doing cardio. I'm, like in, I'm entranced in what they're saying, and I don't feel tired. It's weird. I never thought I'd be that person listening to, like, an audio book or a podcast while I'm, like, running. And it's like, oh, it works out. Here anyway. we are. But until next time, guys, let's make Texas proud. Yeehaw.